evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Prospects After Dark. Uh, it is 8.30 on a Thursday. Uh, it's the 23rd of August. We have a ton to talk about. We have uh, the minor league prospects running amok. We've got Nolan Gorman to talk about. We've got Malcolm Nunez to talk about. Uh, we've got uh, a Cardinals sweep in L.A. We've got a bullpen doing sh running shutdown. We've got Colton Wong playing better than he's ever played in his life. Uh, we've got Paul DeYoung playing a good shortstop, hitting a miraculous home run, and not doing much of anything else. Uh, I am your host. I am Kyle Reese. As you know, I write for Birds on the Black. This is my little shindig. Welcome to it. Uh, somebody's already saying Nightwing. I believe that's uh, 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 A. Marsh... Uh, uh, STL, sorry, I'm stumbling all over myself. Yeah, you'll notice I have a Nightwing shirt on tonight uh, and a Nightwing hat. This is actually for one of the Little League teams that I've coached in recent years. Uh, and I'm a big fan of Nightwing, who is Dick Grayson, who is a comic book character. Uh, let's see, Sweep in Colorado coming right up from Cardinals fan. It could very well happen, you know. Uh, I think we're all riding pretty high when it comes to the St. Louis Cardinals right now. That was a hell of a series right there in, in L.A. Uh, you know... The narratives have already been sold to you. You already know how it all worked. Uh, how it all worked out. They ha they they go to L.A. and they they start three rookie pitchers. The three rookie pitchers pitch amazing. The bullpen pitches amazing. Jordan Hicks shut that thing down beautifully last night. Uh, what else did we have? We had Paul DeYoung and uh, Colton Wong playing amazing defense. They look great all the way around in those last three games. Some of those innings were nail biters, but they pushed through. That's a big season sweep or series sweep. What the fuck is up, Kyle and fellow Shieldheads? There we go. What's going on, everyone? What's going on? Uh, what do we want to talk about tonight? You know, uh, I've already been asked a lot about Nolan Gorman, of course. I've already been asked a lot about uh, 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 Malcolm Nunez. We'll get into all that soon. Uh, and I wanted to dump Carp Martinez and Michaelis. I'm an idiot. Oh, hello, Victoria from John Greco. John Greco, how are you, man? Oh, real fast. A couple weeks back, uh, John Greco showed up on the job site that I run. And I just want to give him a little hat tip to you, John Greco. Thank you so much for stopping by and saying hello. Uh, if, if somebody also tweeted at me and said that uh, they saw me at Ballpark Village during the Ray Langford ceremony at the Hall of Fame. Always come up and say hello. I, you know, I'm a weirdo. And I would say I don't bite, but as I start to say it in my head, I, there's a chance I might bite, but I promise it won't like be skin piercing. Uh, still, come over and say hello. Uh, I, I love everyone. Let's have some fun. You know what I mean? Uh, somebody, hold on. I got to go back a little bit. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jake, Jake Sigler says, I'm ready for pad. He was drinking. What are you drinking tonight, Jake? Uh, Alex Cart 79, rank from most to least likely, Carp wins MVP, Wong wins Gold Glove, Schilt wins Manager of the Year, and Cards win World Series. So from most likely to least likely, I think I put it in that order, right? Most likely would be, oh, most likely would be Wong winning the Gold Glove, then Carpenter winning the MVP, then, I, you know, I would say Cardinals winning the World Series, and then Schilt, be, well, I just don't have much faith in the baseball writers to go with a manager who's only, uh, only managed for half a year for, uh, you know, for them to pick him or choose him to be manager of the year. Uh, let's see, Michael is comeback player of the year. That would be awesome. You know, I don't know necessarily if Michael, Miles Michael, yeah, he would. He'd qualify for that. He would definitely be one of the front runners. A Salukis fan in the house, UCBC Pilsner, Urban Chestnut Burko Pilsner. Uh, welcome. A uh, very old Barton from uh, Luke Sigler, I believe. Uh, good, good stuff. Uh, so, uh, Stromer says no drinks but smoking high chai town cards. Uh, let's see, Brian Roberts, Diamondbacks. Which one of the youngins could throw the hardest in the bullpen? Well, that's a that's an easy one, right? Because no one throws harder than Jordan Hicks on a regular basis. By the way, I noticed that Mr. Mr. Hicks is in here. As always, our first sip uh, tonight's bourbon. 
is Jim Beam Bonded. Uh, the reason we're going Jim Beam Bonded, other than that it's relatively cheap, is that it's 50% alcohol, and sometimes you just need a little extra kick. So to the Hicks family, the godfather of Prospects After Dark, uh, Mr. Jason Hicks, the queen of Pro Prospects After Dark, uh, Jennifer Hicks, and to the prince of Prospects After Dark, Jordan Hicks. Did Flaherty have a home run problem in the minors? Now, Graham, I know that this has been a, a hot topic for you, something you want to keep an eye on. Not to what he's doing right now. You know, uh, the home runs right now are escalated. That's something that he's never really done. He did have a small, a couple years ago, he did have a small propensity for allowing the long ball, but nothing like we're seeing now. It's nothing I'm worried about. Uh, again, we've seen this before out of young pitchers with elite stuff. Sometimes they don't, they think that they can get away with what they can't get away with, or they overthrow and it gets them in trouble. I think that's what we're seeing out of uh, Mr. Flaherty. Will Gorman start at Peoria next year from Iowa Neck? Uh, you know, I all questions about Nolan Gorman's track to the major leagues and all questions about where he's going to start next year, I wish I could answer. Uh, I could guess, you know, right now Nolan Gorman is striking out an awful lot at Peoria. Like 40% of the time he's striking out. Uh, that's a concern. Now, it's not a concern when you consider that he's an 18-year-old playing in a league he's probably not ready for. Uh, the power's still there. The WRC Plus is still there. The slug is still there. But nothing else really is. His defense has struggled at third. You know, unless he has a big push these last two weeks of the season, I would like for him to start back at Peoria. But it w I wouldn't put it past the Cardinals to start him at Springfield. I think that there's a very good chance it happens. Uh, Drake Mann, chances we sign Matt Adams. I think September... And October, if the Cardinals are fortunate enough to have an October, uh, will we'll really. Uh, uh, would you trade Montero and Gorman for a signed Arenado? Man, I don't think I would, but I think I overvalue prospects, and I think that the Cardinals would be dumb not to. Uh, oh man, I don't know. That's so much cost control. So the only thing that needs to be brought up about Alaris Montero is I think we've all overlooked just how uh, groundbreaking his season in Peoria was. He. He put up elite numbers, and I got to tell you, between the control and years and potential talent, I don't think I'd trade Montero and Gorman for Arenado, and I think I might be really stupid for that. Matt Adams going to click the division with a walk-off on the Cubs. That would be the most amazing thing ever. Will Gorman play in the Arizona Fall League? Now, I've had a lot of people ask me about the Arizona Fall League. It was my hope that I would have time to write about it. I haven't had time to write about who I think is going to go to the AFL. In the next week, they'll start telling you who it's going to be. Uh, you know, the, the names that I keep going back to are... Tommy Edmond, Andy Young, Lane Thomas, uh, Henesis Cabrera now, I would think, uh, Jake Woodford, uh, Connor Green, and uh, Junior Fernandez are the guys that I would send. Uh, more likely to stick at third base between Gorman and Montero. Uh, oh, hey, Fish, what's up? Uh, great question, Adam Butler, by the way. Uh, Adam Butler writes for Cardinals Conclave now. All, used to be the Redbird Daily. I love both of those sites. Love Daniel Shoptaw. Uh, check him out. Uh, Lance Dance One. He's one of my favorite people. It was a pleasure, Mr. Lance Dance, Adam Butler, uh, to be able to have a drink with you and Zach Gifford at Ballpark Village after Saturday's game. I wish I could do that every weekend with you guys. But to answer your question, it's Montero. Right now, I would go with Montero. The gains that uh, Alaris Montero has made since the beginning of the season at third base have been impressive. And if the Cardinals are going to push Nolan Gorman, uh, I personally believe that that's going to make his defensive gains uh, less noticeable, maybe a, a little less likely to happen. So uh, if I'm guessing, I'm saying Larry's Montero right now. Uh, let's see, who's the guy that we have who is raking in the Dominican League? Uh, oh, wait, hold on. A, a Cardinals fan, but no, really, just wanted to toss it out there. Kyle knows we talked about it. Uh, thoughts on, okay, so... Uh, the guy working in the Dominican Summer League is named Malcolm Nunez. The Cardinals signed him for $300,000. Uh, 
on July 2nd. He was a 26th overall prospect as rated by Baseball America. Uh, he is a legit prospect. Now, he plays third base, and there's questions about his ability to play third base. He's still 17. Don't forget that. Uh, but he's worth keeping an eye on. I'm re-ranking the Dirty Fives. The Dirty 35. Tomorrow you will have a fresh Dirty 35. We have six new additions to the Dirty 35. Somebody asked about Leandro Cedeno. Leandro Cedeno is on the list. You're going to want to read about him. Uh, big power, defensive questions, 20 years old. The power is legit. It's sticking around. It's just what else will. Uh, the John Torres update. John Torres was one of the prospects that the Cardinals acquired uh, for Oscar Mercado. The other one was Connor Capel from the Indians. Torres is hitting the cover off the ball. He's striking out a little too much. Uh, his defense is a little wonky out in the outfield. He's a right fielder at best, and he gets bad reads. Uh, but it's been good at the plate, and the power is coming along. Uh, he has a big leg kick in his swing. Again, Torres will be in the new Dirty 35 as well. Check it out tomorrow. Uh, uh, check it out tomorrow. He's really interesting. C70 asks, odds that Gallegos comes up in September. Giovanni Gallegos, one of the... Two pitchers, uh, along with Chase and Shreve, that the Cardinals acquired for Luke Voigt. I believe that after the Memphis run, the playoff run, Giovanni Gallegos will be up. Uh, don't sleep on Gerilyn De Los Santos. Uh, how hyped are you about this surge recently, STL takes? You know, I think cards, cards, STL cards, cards, sums it up more beautifully than any of us are capable of when he says that you wake up every day excited about watching the Cardinals later on in the night. You wake up every day and you think, they have a chance to really win this. And it's been three years since I felt that way. Maybe even four, maybe even five. Uh, very well articulated point by Bruno. And uh, that's where I stand. I'm so jazzed up for it. You know, more than likely, I wouldn't have stayed up for these last three West Coast games. I would have fallen asleep in the eighth or seventh or sixth inning, depending on what was going on. But I stayed up for each and every one of those games because it was super damn exciting to watch. Uh, definitely five. I don't know what we're talking about, Graham. Mm. Okay, so the other thing I want to say... Uh, real fast to, to plug and to promote. Uh, Nick Dunn looks good from Cloud Kareem. Nick Dunn is a second baseman drafted in the fifth round out of Maryland. Uh, he's in Peoria right now. That's a good sign. But, you know, he's like Max Schrock light. He, he plays an okay second base. He hits with good contact. He has a little bit of power. Uh, maybe not something to get super excited about, but a prospect that has the potential to make a major league debut. I hope we get the Waka from earlier this year. The rotation would get even better. You know, people are quick to sell off Austin Gomber. And John Gant. And I've got to tell you that I love both of them in the rotation. And John Gant comes with some pretty big helium right now. You're concerned about when that balloon's going to pop. Uh, maybe even same thing with Gomber. But I love both of those, those guys in there. And you're right. The Michael Walker that we had earlier in the year when he was good would definitely, definitely enhance it. Uh, but I just, I don't know. You know, the, the, worst can I, the worst case scenario is the same thing that would happen with Wayno, right? Is that these guys come in and they're not ready to go. And, uh... They're used and it compromises. But I, I feel more comfortable with that situation uh, uh, with Mike Schilt as a manager because I think Mike Schilt would have a quicker hook. He'd get him out there and put the Cardinals in the best position to win. Uh, John Greco says, I love me some Gomber too. Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, our, from DC Bruck, are we going to get too cute trying to fit Wayno in the bullpen for this run? You know, I, I've been meaning to go back and see when Adam Wainwright's uh, rehab assignment started. For me, I think that... It won't be one of those things where it's too cute. Uh, I hope not at least. I would just think that he has a chance of coming along in September, filling out some interesting innings, and maybe having a chance to earn a spot and do a postseason uh, spot. But we'll see. Why is Leone sucking, uh, Dominic Leone sucking in AAA? I wish I could tell you I don't have a good answer. You know, he got off to such a good start. Uh, 
and then he let up that grand slam, and it really, really hurt uh, his momentum. How has Wayno's velo been from Be Real underscore five? Wayno's velocity has been uh, 90. You know, somebody said it was 92, but I don't believe those numbers. Uh, yeah, right around 90, we'll say. Uh, let's see. The Wayne train in the bullpen, my hero Manus. Yeah, from J Duda too. What's up, J Duda? Uh, is Ron Hill Ravello the same player as Luke Voigt? No, no. Ron Hill Ravello is a little bit better of a first baseman than Luke Voigt was. He doesn't hit for the power that Voigt does, but he has a more advanced contact tool. You know, Ron Hill Ravello has a chance to be a very, very solid, like 25th man off the off the bench, maybe playing a little outfield, maybe playing a little first base. Uh, I like Ron Hell Ravello. He's one of the players that I always blow over because he's kind of a minor league journeyman who doesn't really have a spot. You know, uh, think of him as a, a lighter version of Jose Martinez, but a better first baseman. Uh, let's see, Kuczynski with another great start in Springfield tonight. So for all of you who know, uh, Evan Kuczynski is one of my favorite prospects, drafted out of East Carolina last year. Uh, Evan Kuczynski goes from number 29 on the Dirty 35 to all the way up to 22 on the re-ranking that comes out on Friday. You're going to want to read about some of the, uh, the adjustments he's made. Uh, it's really exciting to see what's been going on with Evan Kuczynski. He's going to make a major league debut as long as he stays healthy. Uh, thoughts on people wanting to DFA Greg Garcia? Uh, I think it's a little short-sighted. Uh, thoughts on the Pujols reunion next year? I'm really excited. Getting back to Greg Garcia, you know, I... It seems like we always need players to pick on, right? And we, we definitely understand and we definitely see that Jairo Munoz is probably a better option. Uh, now they have a guy uh, in Matt Adams who can hit, off the, hit the left side, a uh, hit from the left side of the plate. That's all fun and great and dandy and wonderful and all that stuff. But I personally like the role that Greg Garcia plays on this team. I understand holding him until September 1st and, and keeping him for the stretch run. Uh, but there needs to be some serious reevaluation about his role moving forward after this season. And if the Cardinals make the playoffs, what they do with him at that point. Uh, who do you think will be the September call-ups? Now, from Bama Fan 08, has Prince Sex graduated from the 3035 from Chi-Town Cardinals? Uh, no, he has not, not yet. Um, okay, so somebody asked about the, the September call-ups. You know, uh, Dana Ponce de Leon is the obvious one, right? He's going to get called up. Uh, there'll be some other ones. I don't think Patrick Wisdom will come up on September 1st. I think he'll stick around for the Memphis stretch run. Uh, Giovanni Gallegos, Connor Green might be an option. But most of these guys, if they come up, it'll be after the Cardinal stretch one. John Brebbia will get called up September 1st, I would think. Uh, but I don't expect that to be a large group that, that comes up then. Uh, Edmundo, Edmundo Sosa, again, Jag, Edmundo Sosa. I can see all those guys coming up when the Memphis playoffs are over. Uh, who gets more at-bats in September, Kisner or Kelly? Well, it'll be Carson Kelly because Carson Kelly will get called up to the majors if one of the two get called up to the majors. Andrew Kisner is not on the 40-man. Carson Kelly is. Uh, Andrew Kisner is still a double-A. Uh, you know, Carson Kelly's a triple-A. More than likely, neither of them will get at-bats in September. Carson Kelly might get a couple, but my guess is that you'll have Yachty playing nearly all of September with Carson Kelly uh, after the Memphis playoff run coming up to St. Louis and not doing much. Uh, okay, so real fast, I'm going to raise my glass to Prospects After Dark. Now, this is a weird thing to wait, raise your glass to, but starting next week, we're going to have the Prospects After Dark t-shirts on sale. Uh, f look for us on Twitter. We're going to be sending those out. Uh, we should have purple, black, and I'm hoping blue. I've been meaning to get a Cardinals gift for that. Uh, but to the Pat audience that has already responded by saying that they're going to get a bunch, uh, to you guys, thank you so much. Somebody asks, asks is Max Schrock on the 40? He is not. Uh, I'll be buying those damn shirts. There we go. Is Flaherty on an innings limit? I do not believe that Jack Flaherty is on an innings limit, not yet. Uh, 
You know, he got all the way up to like 160 last year, so that puts him at 180, 190 this year. Rumors that Stubby Clapp will get consideration for Toronto's managerial job. Yeah, I could see that happening. Why not? Uh, are they going to send Weaver down for the playoffs? You know, uh, Mr. Hicks, that's an interesting question. You know, I thought that there was a chance that Ponce de Leon would stick around and Weaver would get optioned out. I think they're trying to be really careful with uh, Weaver's option here, and that's probably why he stuck around. I don't think, but you know, Luke Weaver's in a very delicate position right now because he needs to prove that he can pitch out of the bullpen. He can pitch effectively out of the bullpen. That's what's going to keep him around. I, I don't think he's going to get sent down. The question becomes if and or when the Cardinals make the playoffs, uh, will Luke Weaver be a bullpen arm for them or even a starter at that point? Uh, still not sold on Cecil. Hope I'm wrong from DC Brock. Yeah, yeah, you hold your breath and hope that that curveball that he was showing in LA continues. Uh, I can see Flaherty going on a walk in 2013 run. He, he's already he's already there. And granted, it's not in the playoffs, but he's already there. Got a McGee one. Definitely got to get a pad one from Octavius Rex. Yeah, uh, the, the beautiful, uh, uh, like, neon Willie McGee, the catch shirt that uh, uh, Eric Manning and Cardinals gets put together. Beautiful. Well done. If they're still available, you should try to get, get them. Is Helsley dead? No, Helsley was supposed to come back uh, and pitch for Memphis after making a rehab start, and it never happened. Uh, don't know. Kyle, is Norris coming back next year from Chi-Town Cardinals? I would think not. I would think that the Cardinals have plenty of options. Uh, I would think that the Cardinals would realize after some of the blow-ups that they've had, signing uh, bullpen arms, that their best bet is probably to stick in-house and see where it goes from there. Uh, let's see. Oh, Frank the Tank. Hey, Frank the Tank. Somebody says, I think he re-aggravated it on a throw. Uh, talking about why Marcelo Zuna. I'm guessing talking about why Marcelo Zuna would go to the DL. It seems pretty clear-cut to me. There was a throw in either Monday or Tuesday night's game where he threw it, and he always, he, uh, when Marcelo Zuna threw it from the outfield, and he always looks like he's in pain after he throws it, but this looked extra bad, and I think they're just resting him knowing that he can't have as compromised of an arm going into September when the games really, really matter and their back's against the wall, and I think it's just a medical precaution. Uh, I guess hoping Ozuna comes back in September. Oh, hey, Sexbot. Yeah, Sexbot, we love you. Hudson, long-term as a starter or reliever from John Greco? That's a great question that gets me into a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, for me, I love him in the bullpen. You know, I want the Cardinals to exhaust all of their minor league starters as starters until they have to go to the bullpen. Uh, but... I love him in the bullpen. And I think he, he and Hicks are a dangerous, dangerous tandem in the back. Uh, speaking, oh, uh, um, uh, Maggie, Maggie Ladley, hello there. What happened to our ability to pull up, manage young arms when Yachty retires? You know, the, the Yachty, what happens to our ability? Uh, the Yachty question, man, that's so interesting. You know, uh, I guess what ends up happening is you hope that Yachty sticks around as a coach in some capacity, maybe a bullpen coach or a pitching coach at that point. Uh, that'd be the best thing ever. Uh, what happens, you know, I, I really wish I could answer that. I would hope that Yadier Molina... Oh, man. God, that's such a tough question. <laughs> I think the Cardinals will be fine, is what I think. Now, again, I definitely don't want to take away from what Yadier Molina is capable of and what he's done with the young arms that have come up, what he's done with the veteran arms that have come up. But I would hope that the Cardinals have a plan in place that utilizes like the talent of the minor leaguers at the minor league level before they make it to the majors. All of this success is not Yadier Molina. You know, he's definitely corralled Jordan Hicks. He's definitely uh, corralled uh, Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson. But those guys have supreme talent. And, you know, I would hope that between Carson Kelly and maybe Dennis Ortega and maybe Ivan Herrera and maybe Andrew Kisner, that there's somebody there who can take the reins and follow what Yadier Molina has taught. Uh, 
Terrell Wellman wrote a great article with quotes from uh, uh, Rodriguez and Ortega at Peoria. Both of them are heady catchers. I'm a big fan of Dennis Ortega. You should go to Birds on the Black and read it. Was Bader known as an elite defender in the minors? I always heard about his power. No, so the thing you need to know about Harrison Bader more than anything else is that Harrison Bader in the minor leagues was not elite anything. He had good power, and he was a solid outfielder. Uh, and keep in mind that the Cardinals rushed him along to a little bit, and that, that kind of uh, changed your perception of him as a defender. But I, I say it's important to remember because it frames the fact that Harrison Bader did an amazing job to become the player that he is. Harrison Bader is as hard of a worker as you're going to find, even if he's a bro, even if he is Ted from Bill and Ted. Uh, he He's a bro for sure, but he works to maximize all of his skills, and that's where he's at right now. You know, Harrison Bader was always supposed to be a fourth outfielder, uh, but he isn't that anymore. He's a starting center fielder in the major leagues along the lines of Ender Inciarte and Kevin Kiermeyer. How many starts does Yachty get next year? As many as he wants. Uh, Bro Bader is max effort. That's right. Uh, Dakota Hudson is amazing. If the game is on the line, I want him in the game for forever cards. I personally will go Jordan Hicks uh, 100 times out of 100, uh, but I love what Dakota Hudson's done. You know, my concern with Dakota Hudson is that he's starting to fatigue a little bit, right? We saw that the other night. He got out of it. Uh, uh, he got out of it for sure. He got out of the jam last night, but he's starting to wear, you know. This is a change in role for him, and he's, he's stacked up a lot of innings. It's going to be interesting to see how he continues if he's used a lot. Uh, Bader equals Malik Smith. Yeah, sure, Graham. Uh, O'Neal seems so awkward, especially after he makes a play in the outfield. He's just so big and brawny and Prince Sex feel. O'Neal, we love him. Uh, Montero Gorman Peoria is growing pure hitters from my good friend uh, Troy Poole. Yeah, you know, even like another member, another guy who's going to be entering the Dirty 35, Yariel Gonzalez. Uh, he's a pure hitter, too. Now, he doesn't have the power, uh, and he doesn't have, like, the high prospect standing of Montero or Gorman, but he's a really interesting organizational depth piece, kind of along the lines of Ron Hall Ravello, uh, that could gain steam and be a really interesting player in the long run. Uh, let's see. We want Bro Tank with a picture of Bader and or Canada. Uh, Hicks scares me. His velo is down, and I'm not sure he can still overpower MLB hitters. You say that, but, you know, he overpowered everyone last night. I'm not worried about him. Uh, Hudson and Hicks don't get rattled uh, so impressive for their age. Yeah, John Greco, even even Jack Flaherty doesn't get rattled. When you think about Luke Weaver, Luke Weaver gets a little rattled, but not so rattled that you get super concerned. Uh, let's see, Kendra Nicole. Hello, Kendra, how are you? Thank you for joining us. We've missed having you uh, in our little chat here. How big of an issue do you see O'Neill's apparent unawareness of his teammates in the field being? Uh, you know, he's a mountain. He's a mountain, and I'm sure he's used to everyone getting out of his way. Uh, I'm not as worried about it. You know, he had a, a bad, bad game in uh, game two, right? And it cost him the start in game three against L.A. But we forget that before he went on the DL after tearing out his Prince Albert or whatever the groin issue was, uh, we forget that he was making great play after great play in the outfield. I just think he had a bad game to start in L.A. in game two, and I think that he was trying to overcorrect like a lot of 23-year-olds would do, and I think that it was costing him. Uh, it was costing him a little bit, and it made him look bad. Uh, who are we, who are we getting in the offseason uh, from MLB underscore trades? Uh, you know, I don't know who the Cardinals are going to target. You know, I let's wait and see how the season plan pans out. You know, I'm kind of of the mind. You know, man, everyone. I don't know. I don't know what's going to look like. I would imagine you're going to have to deal with pitching injuries at the start of spring training next year. Uh, but I like what the Cardinals have. It's just a matter of optimizing all the talent that you have. I've been saying it uh, on Prospects After Dark now for as long as I can remember. 
sure, they can go for some upgrades, and I would love to see them get Manny Machado for sure. I don't know how realistic that is. Uh, but I think that you're looking at incremental upgrades, especially with the run that they're on. Uh, Billy Hamilton and Bader could be a two-man outfield, right? Yeah, that'd be something to watch. Every one of the young guys needs a little extra patience. Hicks can fix my quarter-life crisis. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who is the next player to wear 70? Uh, it'll be Tyler Lyons. He'll be back up. Uh, he won't be back up. Well, it'll be Tyler Lyons. Kyle, do you eat salsa? I did. I had salsa yesterday and today. Uh, how... How hot is Jack Flaherty's girlfriend rhetorical? Really hot from Travis Janik. Yeah, she's a, she's an all-time beauty. Uh, what if we get Manny and he agrees to play third? That would be amazing. I'm having a booze. Let's cheers to Kyle being so sexy. And chill. Come hither, brother. Come hither. Uh, what are you drinking, and chill? Uh, from Mr. Hicks. So 103 and 102 is down below for Hicks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to keep walking away from that. Oh, uh, that was from Gifts. Should have voted abuse. Oh, boy. I don't know what's going on, but Gifts is getting abuse charges. I talk about blah, blah, blah. Uh, does new winning atmosphere, yeah, you know, oh, wait, uh, good evening, Kyle, from Luke Flush. Hey, Luke, how are you? So somebody asked about the winning atmosphere, uh, the new Cardinals winning atmosphere maybe being something that would lure free agents. I would think it would be. You know, the Cardinals are having fun. They're passionate. They're getting after it. They're a team now. Everyone is excited. I mean, they, you saw the way they embraced Matt Adams, and, of course, Matt Adams is a retransplant back to the organization, but... Like, they're excited about Mike Adams being in there, even if he's only going to play a bit part in this whole the whole scheme. Really interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The first, oh, from Chapman6551. It's their first day on Periscope. Hello there, Chapman6551. Uh, can we just have Dex break his foot again from Austin Stone? You know, it, it's, a, it's a fun thing to joke about when you're with your friends, uh, and it's not even a fun thing. But I'm going to stay away from that other than to make the ass of myself that I just made. I, uh... I think it sucks that Dexter Fowler's hurt. I think it sucks that he's been bad this year, and I really just hope that he gets it all together and he's healthy next year if he's still with the team. Uh, somebody says he looks fat again, talking about Matt Adams. Yeah, Matt Adams looks like he put on a bunch of a bunch of weight. If Hicks doesn't hit 350 miles per hour, 350 miles per hour, he's a bust. Yeah, you know, just just a serious letdown. You know, Jordan Hicks doesn't throw twice as hard as the hardest pitch he's ever thrown. Uh, a letdown. But again, we're not going to pick on each other in here. You know, those West Coast games. They're not easy for everyone to watch, and my guess is that Frank the Tank, or, uh, you know, uh, whoever it was, my guess is that he didn't get to watch LA and see that Hicks's velocity was back up. So we, we give him the benefit of the doubt, and we keep moving on. Uh, Wayne said something correctly. Fat Adams is the better Adams. Yeah, so he doesn't look skinny, and he doesn't look fat to me. He looks healthy to me. Uh, yeah, Blues Record says Fat Adams equals clutch. Is Bryce Harper something that would fit our current makeup? You know, I don't know anything about Bryce Harper fitting the current makeup of the team, but the way I look at it is Bryce Harper, at the price that Bryce Harper is going to cost, it just doesn't seem like the right upgrade to me. You know, I, but I'm a big Tyler O'Neill fan, and I'm a big Harrison Bader fan, and I haven't given up on Dexter Fowler and Marcelo Zuna yet, so. Uh, but uh, Holy Shield says Bryce Harper's a bro, so he's a fit. Yeah, there's some bros in that dugout. Uh, Tyler O'Neill's Canadian bro. Harrison Bader's Florida bro. Uh, frat bro. Yeah, somebody said Cardinals fans to stay away from Bryce Harper. I wouldn't stay away. I'd definitely test the waters, but I wouldn't get crazy about it. Uh, Chi-Town Cardinals fan says, Fowler was getting going again when he got hurt. Was that the game he hurt himself and he hit well? He was starting to show signs. You know, the one thing that uh, the, the Fowler haters will say is that the Cardinals didn't take off until he got hurt. I don't know about any of that, but uh, that's what they'll say. Uh, John Grickle says, third base is the only spot for upgrade next year. Yeah, and 
the way I look at it is you only upgrade that position if you don't think Jairo Munoz would be an upgrade over what else is available and you can't get Manny Machado to play third. Austin Gobbers better be in the rotation next year from Forever Cards. I'd like to see that you've had a change of heart, my friend. Uh, can you do a Hurst first Thomas first Williams, not FMK for Ben Cerruti? Well, okay, so I would, if I'm going to marry one of them, I'd marry Lane Thomas. Uh, I'd have sex with, uh, I would have sex with Lane Thomas. I would, uh, marry Justin Williams. And I guess it means I'd have to kill Scott Hurst. Uh, let's see. I probably like the Matt Adams pickup more than most, but I see him being used for what he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Octavius Rex, that's a very, very good thing. So I like the Matt Adams pickup, but I don't know if it necessarily makes the Cardinals like incrementally better. The minute they put him out in left field, they make themselves worse. That's a concern. If you're using him as a left-handed bat off the bench to spell first base, then I'm all about it. But right now, the most important thing is that Jed Jerko stays in the lineup every day because he's hitting as well, if not better, than anyone else in the lineup, uh, other than Colton Wong, really. And Mondays with Mo. Mo said that the top three hitters in the minors were Montero, Gorman, and Carlson. Do I agree? So Mo, this is, this is the other thing I'm going to tell you about the Mondays with Mo and Mo making comments about the minor leaguers. And I love John Mazalak. He obviously knows more about the system than I do. Uh, but Mo was just saying a couple weeks ago that Delvin Perez and Nick Plummer and Bryce Denton were three players that had, had taken the next step in their development. And all three have kind of hit a wall. And I love all three. Uh, but, yeah... Most trying to sell a product, don't forget that. What I think is, I think if we're talking about like pure hitters, uh, Montero's Montero for sure. I don't know how you can get around Montero. I think that overlooks Andrew Kisner and his abilities. Uh, and, you know, Nolan Gorman, he's struggled in Peoria, and he's going to be an elite prospect and maybe an elite Major League Baseball player. And I have all the faith in the world in him to, to reach his potential because he is a, a bulldog, and you should read Tara Woman's article. Uh, where he got, where she was able to speak with Nolan Gorman, uh, but let's let's not get all kinds of crazy about an 18-year-old who's struggling at, at at full season level. You know, I love him. I think he's going to be fine. Dylan Carlson, I do believe, is an not an elite hitter. That's not fair, but I do think he's one of the better hitters in the organization. He has one of the best approaches in the organization, and he's done really well uh, at a very very difficult level. Palm Beach. Now, he was really good for a while, and he's really struggled in August, uh, but I, my, my thoughts on him have not soured at all. Next year, he'll be at Springfield in some capacity, whether it be to start the year or a month in, and we're going to see a very, very, very electric Dylan Carlson. I love Carlos, and you can't predict. I uh, hope I didn't miss much. My Wi-Fi died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, would you rather see the bullpen or the starter be stronger? We have the flexibility. Oh, Claude Kareem says Dylan Carlson homer tonight. I My thought is... I would rather have the starters be stronger if I had to choose. But as you go down the playoff run, I think that you can have both. I don't understand why you can't have both. Uh, Ponce looks like a weapon in the pen from John Greco. I'm all on board with Daniel Ponce de Leon being a bullpen weapon for the long haul. You know, not just this year, next year. And I love him out of the, the rotation, too. He's such a versatile piece. I, I, I get so excited about the prospects of, uh, of Mr. Daniel Ponce de Leon. And it's been uh, it's been really awesome to see him excel at the major league level and get excited in that game. And oh man, it was so awesome. Where does Montero and Mendoza start? Knowing that Gorman could be in Springfield next year. Again, this is entirely uncharted territory for me. If you're following the the route that the Cardinals took in past years to this point, then what would end up happening is uh, Montero would start at Palm Beach. He probably 
wouldn't have been pure uh, started. He probably wouldn't have been promoted to Palm Beach this year. Gorman would start at Peoria, and Mendoza would start at Springfield. But I don't know what to think here. You know, uh, anything could happen. Any one of those guys could undergo a position change and completely change their trajectory. They might get aggressive and put Montero at AAA. I wouldn't be surprised if Montero jumps Mendoza. We'll see. Uh, what's Luke and Baker's status from Johnny G24? Great question. Luke and Baker is mashing. He has a, a handful of home runs at Peoria. He's built like uh, a giant from the uh, Game of Thrones. He is uh, he's a beast, a beast of all nations. Uh, would you trade Carlos Martinez if the cards? Oh, the other thing about uh, 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 Luke and Baker, real fast, is that his OBP is like 350. And he's only striking out like 24% of the times. And I say only, and that's a high number. But I want to bring that up with Luke and Baker because keep in mind that he missed the last two and a half months of his, his collegiate junior year. And he missed a good portion of last year, too. For him to be handling his own at Peoria is a great sign. Defensively, it still seems a little shaky, but the bat is there. It's good. It's exciting. Uh, Kyle, any chance we promote Montero this year for an offensive spark? Not to the major leagues. I wouldn't think so. Do you see Perez starting at Peoria next year from Iowa Neck? Yeah. You can almost go ahead and pencil Devin Perez in at, at Peoria. Would you trade Martinez for Corey Seager uh, if Giants trade? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wait, Carlos Martinez? Oh, man. I think I would, yeah. I think I would. How many trips to Peoria do you make a year? I don't know who asked that. You know, my goal every year is to make at least a couple. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, I've been going through a family issue as of late. And uh, it's, not, it's, it's made it hard for me to make any trips at all. Uh, I would like for that family issue to be resolved in whatever capacity it finds resolution by next year, and I would like to uh, I'd like to go as often as possible. That's that's the best answer I could get. Uh, what's Griffin Roberts up to right now? Uh, from B A Right Noir, uh, Right Noir, B A Right Noir. So Griffin Roberts is pitching in the Gulf Coast League. Uh, he's pitching mostly out of relief and in short innings. Uh, he had two bad appearances and he's had two really great appearances. I was told by someone that I trust not to worry about those bad appearances, uh, but everything looked pretty good from what I understand. His pitches are biting, the slider looks nasty. Uh, again, the Cardinals are always a little bit more cautious with the, the Division One big-time starting pitchers that they draft early in the draft, uh, and uh, they're just inching them along. They're just seeing what they have. Would you sign Manny and move DeYoung to third? No, but I'd sign Manny and move him to third. Uh, Kowo's Golden Gloves chances. Uh, I would think that Colton Wong has a, I mean, so here's the thing is Ozzie Albies is getting a lot of play in Atlanta. And of course, you know, uh, Javier Baez, uh, we know that. But I would think that the, the star-studded plays that he made in LA will really, really help his chances of winning a Golden Glove. And I'll say it's uh, better than 50%. Uh, I'll, say, I'll say it's 60% right now. And he's got to keep making these plays, and I think he will because he's playing better than he's ever played, and he's more dialed in now than I've ever seen. Why not Manny at shortstop? Because Manny is not as good of a shortstop as Paul DeYoung is. Just that simple. He's, uh, he's a little bit more agile, but, you know, what happens with Paul... I've heard enough of Javier Baez. Yeah, my, me too. Uh, the thing that gets lost about Paul DeYoung, right, is he goes on the DL, he comes back, and he's bad in the field and at the plate. And he's at the plate... He's bad at the plate longer than he's bad in the field. You know, he made an incredible play the other night. I guess it was Monday night to save runs. Uh, Paul DeYoung's a better shortstop than we give him credit for. And he's that... It is that way because he's really bad sometimes. Uh, keep in mind, he's only been doing it for two years. Keep him... Oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Colton Wong's chances of winning a Golden Glove is 69%. It's the nicest total there is. Uh, Manny is crazy. 
Oh, Shinies. What's up, Shinies? Uh, Manny is crazy good third baseman. He is. He's, he's a better third baseman, a more dynamic third baseman than he is a shortstop. Uh, remember this Cardinals fan? It's Pete Kozma started shortstop for a World Series team. Yeah, anything could happen. Baez doesn't have... Well, so did Den uh, David Eckstein. Baez doesn't have half the defensive stats Wong has in any category. Wish Kramer Robertson didn't suck. He would be all bro that hair. Uh, somebody says, and he's really cute, sex bot. Yeah, I'm super cute. Uh, he played zero shortstop in college. Young just will just keep getting better. He played zero shortstop in college. He played a little bit two years ago at Springfield. He played it almost exclusively in the Arizona Fall League between 16 and 17. He played it almost exclusively last year, and he's playing it exclusively now. Uh, he's doing fine. Do you have to be 18 to play in the States, i.e. Malcolm Nunez? Uh, here's what we're going to do. The Cardinals have a dearth of young... A dearth? They don't have a dearth. They have a surplus of young prospects, uh, teenage prospects. Malcolm Nunez, John Torres, Terry Fuller, Victor Garcia, uh, uh, Jonathan Machado. Uh, of, of teenage prospects, we're going to cheer to them because they can't drink themselves. There's a new wave of prospects at the extreme lower levels that are going to be worth keeping an eye on. The reason Malcolm Nunez isn't stateside is something that I can't give you because I do not know. And I do mean Victor Garcia, Graham. Uh, here's what usually happens with players like that, right? So Malcolm Nunez was just signed. Yeah, Kyle drinking to the uh, teenage prospects is greatly ironic. Here's what happens, right? Malcolm Nunez just signed July 2nd, and he's only 17, and it's better to keep him in an area he's more familiar with than to bring him to the States. But what gets lost a lot of times with the Dominican-born players, with the foreign-born players that are teenagers, is that a lot of time their paperwork isn't straightened out. You know, their, their visa, their green card, you know, whatever, whatever paperwork they need to be able to play Major League Baseball. And that usually keeps them in the Dominican Summer League. My guess is the Cardinals will work with the representatives from Malcolm Nunez, uh, probably tirelessly, to get him stateside come spring training and, uh, and next short season role. Uh, so what you think, so what you think about Victor Victor Mesa in the cards? You know, I, uh, the thing that I, two things about Victor Victor Mesa, right? You have Victor Victor, who is the, the big brother and the one that everyone wants to see the Cardinals sign. And then you have Victor Mesa Jr., who is the younger brother who isn't as flashy as Victor Victor. I believe that the Cardinals have a better sign, chance of signing Vic Jr. than they do Victor Victor. Uh, remember with Victor Victor that unless he waits until next July 2nd, if he were to sign with the Cardinals, he would only be able to sign for $300,000. If he stays the course when he's granted his free agency before then, uh, you're looking at $3 million, $4 million. So I don't think the chances are good. I think he's a Cardinals fan the way that Luis Robert was a Cardinal fan. Uh, his family are big Cardinal fans. But I just think, I don't think that any player in that position is going to leave millions and millions of dollars on the table. Uh, Trump not granting... Oh, God, what's going on there? Uh, is this the most talent you've ever seen throughout the entire farm system from John Greco? No. No, you know, like, 2011 was pretty well stacked. 2013 was pretty well stacked. You know, entering last year, I think I was really high on what the Cardinals had uh, from a rookie eligibility standpoint. And uh, I got into a big argument with Keith Law about it on Twitter because he told me I was stupid for it. Uh, and, of course, now he looks like a complete asshole every day because he's bad at what he does. But he, uh, you know... I, I think that they have what they have more now than they've had in a very long time are young players with extreme high upsides. You know, John Torres, Malcolm Nunez, Victor Garcia, all those names that I just mentioned, they all have a chance to be like major league all stars. Now, again, that's like a 5% chance of happening. 
the, the most important thing to take from any anything I say about a kid in the GCL or the DSL or even Johnson City is that their chances of ever making their, their ceiling is like 5%. Uh, but, you know, they've got a guy like Alaris Montero who's knocking on the door at 20 years old, 19 years old, you know. Uh, it's really impressive. Uh, Keith Law's pretentious hack. Oh, so hold on, real fast. I know that there's probably going to be some, some Keith Law flowing in here. Let's, I take back, like, I don't like being a complete dickhead. I hate being a super huge big dickhead. I mean that. And that was a dickhead thing for me to say, and I wouldn't recommend anyone following that example. We should all be better than the example that I just said. I'm kind of a piece of shit. You're finding out, I'm sure, every week. Uh, and I, I apologize for being a piece of shit. Be better than me. I uh, just started laughing alone in the car over that Keith Law comment. What's up, Octavius Rex? Uh, nice not having to have a speed upgrade for September call-ups. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Keep in mind that, uh, you know, Justin Williams is kind of a big dude. He's not really fast, but Jose Adolis Garcia would be a speed upgrade in some capacity. Uh, who is your favorite, Gorman Montero or Nunez? I love Alaris Montero. Alaris Montero is my favorite of the group. That doesn't mean I think he's going to be the best. Uh, I'm still a little leery about Malcolm Nunez because of how far away he is, and I would still be leery about Gorman if he wasn't doing so well in Peoria. Uh, does Tommy Edmond take Greg Garcia's role in 2019? I do think it happens eventually. Uh, you're not a piece of shit from Victoria Dryden. Thank you, Victoria. I appreciate it. How about the sack fly on the catcher in Springfield? I'm not going to talk about that. I got so worked up about that. Uh, Luke Turner, 81. You're good enough. You're smart enough. And damn, damn it, people like you. Thank you. Uh, but you're our piece of shit. That's right. That's right, Rosenthal, uh, uh, 325. I might be the world's biggest piece of shit, but I am your piece of shit. And I want you to know that I'll die for you. Uh, Mateo Gill update. So, <laughs> oh God, we assigned Mateo Gill to someone, and I forget who it was, and I apologize for that. In the prospect matchmaker, right? And uh, like immediately, he he was playing so good when we assigned him, and then immediately after it happened, he really started to struggle. I think he might be hurt now. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but you know, he looked like his defense was coming along, and his bat was coming along, and he just kind of hit a uh, hit a wall. Trade value of Carson Kelly better upside in lower classes. Uh, I think that, I don't know. See, I, the Carson Kelly debate for me is a really, uh, Luke and B in St. Louis win, I'll say, in two years. Uh, Rosenthal and Ankeel and Cardinals pen, that would be awesome. I would like for the Cardinals to, to address, go in that direction. Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Sorry, Frank the Tank. Does Matt Bowman ever come back? Yes, Matt Bowman will be back. Uh, Brendan McKay is so good. Yeah, two-way player Brendan McKay. That's exciting. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about Brendan McKay. All of a sudden, Graham's running around in the body of Forever Cards. Uh, would you still pursue Patrick Corbin with Gomber's development this year? Again, so for me, I always believe in getting the five best pitchers without worrying about their handedness, left-handed or right. Uh, you guys know I'm a big Austin Gomber fan. It all depends on what the cost of Patrick Corbin is. If Patrick Corbin looks reasonable for his talent, then you still go after him, and then you deal with the talent that you have. You can never have enough pitching. We learned that again this year. You can never have enough pitching. You're always going to need re reinforcements. Uh, let's see. More likely that Hilarious moves to left or first. I'll say first. Uh, Taylor Ward. What's up, Graham? Uh, Wayno 2.0 going to be as successful as CISO 2.0 early on. I do think we'll see early success from Adam Wainwright. I don't know how long it'll stay around for, but I do think we'll see early success. Uh, would you trade Gregerson for Sonny Gray? I don't think I would. Uh, but I'm high on Luke Weaver. It'd probably be dumb not to do the trade. How much fun do you have on the pod? Seems like a ton of fun from Frank the Tank. You know, um, you know, Mr. The Tank, uh, I, I just, what ends up happening is I drink bourbon and I talk to really awesome people about baseball. And really, that's, that's the life, right? Life is meant to be simple. It's not meant to be overcomplicated. Uh, 
just have fun, and you guys make this fun for me. I I'm having fun because of you. From Kendra Nicole, probably already have been asked, but who comes out of the pen when Leon inevitably comes back? So when does Leon? The, the big thing with uh, with Dominic Leon is when he's available to come back. I don't remember when his rehab started. My hope is that it started August first, and then you don't have to worry about who comes out. Uh, what ends up happening, I don't know. My guess is that maybe Luke Weaver gets sent out for a couple days if, if that's the situation. Uh, Ray Ping Miner, <laughs> Ray Ping Miners. Uh, did Wisdom get screwed? I don't believe uh, John G. I don't believe Patrick Wisdom got screwed. I think uh, I think that him making a major league debut, getting added to the forty man, and being up here in September after Memphis's playoff run is done, uh, and also getting a major league paycheck is uh, stops him from being screwed in any manner. Uh, Adams is greater than everything from Cloud Kareem. Bold words, my friend. From Devin Burks. Other than Gorman, who else is there to be excited about in Peoria? There's a, there's a ton of players in Peoria to get excited about. First off, get excited about Nathan Beliva, who does the play-by-play. -play. He's great. I love Nathan Beliva. Uh, aside from Nathan Beliva, you have Yariel Gonzalez, who I believe just came off the DL. He might still be on the DL, but he'll be coming off shortly. You have Dennis Ortega behind the plate. Uh, uh... Uh, Jose Rod uh, Julio Rodriguez too. Also another interesting catcher. Uh, you have Nick Dunn there now. You have Luke and Baker. There are a lot of exciting players at Peoria, and it's worth making that trip. You, is Juan Yepes still struggling at Palm Beach? Yeah, he is. It's been bad. Uh, does Adams win the pennant with a walk-off home run? Uh, if it happens, I'll do an entire episode of Pad with my shirt off. Can Adams still mash righties? Well, you know, Adams went on the DL with a finger injury. Uh, Adams went on the DL with a finger injury, and ever since he came off the DL, he struggled against lefties and righties. I think with a little bit of rest, he'll be fine. Uh, oh, oh, a former Peoria Chief Irving Lopez thoughts. Uh, he's at Palm Beach right now. He's kind of a, a, a crafty little middle infielder, a crafty little utility man. He went to like, uh, he went to an internet, like Florida International, I believe. He's just, he's a great organizational depth piece. You know, he doesn't have a lot of like really advanced tools. He's a lot like Woodmire in that in that uh, uh, in that like that vein. Uh, so you, my fan from UNL baseball, uh, yeah, I'm your fan. I don't know who you are, but uh, yeah, I am. Did Matt Carpenter join Pad? Uh, Matt Adams is loved by the clubhouse. Huge morale boost. Yeah, that was really awesome to see him uh, walk into the clubhouse and him get greeted and the excitement from Wong and Carpenter and all the guys. That was that was a really 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 cool thing. Uh, Wong at first base and Carp at third base versus righties. I'm on board, but like I said, to me the most important thing is that you ride Jed Jerko out until he struggles. Right now, Jed Jerko is one of your hottest hitters, and it doesn't matter if it's against a righty or a lefty. He should play every day. Now we're getting behind here. We've been at it for about an hour. Uh, look at my profile. Uh, maybe you'll know me. It looks like you're a Cardinal player to you. I, I'll just do this. Uh, to whoever you nail baseball is, uh, I raise my uh, I raise my glass to you. Unless you're Yariel, uh, unless you're Yariel, and then welcome to the Dirty Thirty Five, my friend. Uh, which pitcher are you most excited about in the minors? Uh, double A or lower? I guess for me it's Evan Kurchinsky, uh, the Double A pitcher uh, pitching for Springfield. He's a lefty. He's got a good fastball curve changeup mix. All three pitches work well together, and uh, man, is he good. Man, is he good. Uh, let's see. Oh, Yunel Escobar, wow. If Yunel Escobar's in here, that would be the craziest thing ever. It's funny because I am kind of a big Yunel Escobar fan. Uh, in the past, I've compared, at one point when we were talking about Jairo Munoz in the offseason, I thought that he looked a lot like Johnny Peralta, 
and I thought he had a little of Lemmy's Diaz in him, but I always thought of uh, uh, Gyro Munoz's like eventual ceiling as as something like Unel's. Uh, if you're in here, Unel, I'm gonna cheers to you one more time. Uh, Prospect After Dark is a is a fancy place for for accepting everyone and enjoying everyone. So to you again, we'll, we'll cheer to you again. The Unel Escobar episode. Unel, what do you want to talk about? Come on, tell us. Uh, let me ask you this, sir. Uh, what's your favorite thing about traveling for baseball? Did you hear Michael Kolpesh is a racist? Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, update on Brady Whalen. So Brady Whalen is doing his Brady Whalen thing, right? He's hitting for power. Uh, he's striking out a little too much. He's walking plenty. And uh, he's playing a really good first base. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. You know, he'll be at Peoria next year. That'll be something worth getting excited about. He's uh, at a very crucial point of his development, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's actually, you know, uh, he deleted tweets. I, look, I wouldn't be surprised if nearly every prospect and a lot of players uh, have deleted tweets. We say stupid things, and a lot of times we say stupid things to our friends, and we end up make, looking like assholes to ourselves. Actual St. Louis is one of my favorite ballparks. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. Can I ask what your least favorite ballpark is? I'm uh, not sure why every athlete doesn't delete their tweets. It'd be hard for me. Uh, I would still want to reach out to the fans and be a part of it with the fans. Uh, but, you know, you know's in here. How funny is that, man? I, I would still want to be involved in the community with the fans. But, it'd be hard not to, like, want to separate yourself from that, especially when every little thing that you do gets super criticized. I get it. Uh, Cardinals fan says it's Wrigley. Uh, uh, let's see, what else do we have? I'm, I'm a little rattled right now. Uh, Kyle, any chance we promote? Let's see, we, we've gone over Perez, we've gone over Montero. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Unel, Unel is, uh, staying away from this with the 99 and a half foot pole. Jose Martinez, the minor leaguer, has been terrible offensively. Yeah, the, uh, the, the middle reliever, or the middle, the middle infielder, Jose Martinez, uh, who, uh, was traded for, uh, uh, Tony Cruz, right? Yeah, it was traded for Tony Cruz uh, for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, it has not been good. He's not a very good uh, offensive. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's not a very good offensive uh, player, but he's a good utility defender. Will Alex Reyes ever live up to the hype? As long as he stays healthy, Alex Reyes is every is worth every little bit of hype that uh, that has been bestowed on him. It's just a matter of if he's healthy. The talent is all there. The hype for the talent is there. It's warranted. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, will he stay healthy? I don't know about that. I have faith that it'll happen, but we'll see. Uh, so nice to talk to you, too, uh, uh, Unel. Thank you so much. If you don't want me calling you Unel, I feel like a jerk. I call everyone Mr., uh, but you're in here, and this is really cool. And thank you for being in, and uh, all the best to you, sir. You've made 120-something fans. Uh, Chase and Shreve is nice when he doesn't give up home runs. I like Chase and Shreve a lot. Uh, for me, Anaheim and Petco are beautiful cities. That's an awesome thing. Uh, see you, you know, we love you. Uh, you know, you so cute, right, girl? How does Wayno fit in this year from TNT and T and Stud? <laughs> uh, how does he fit in? I don't know where he fits in. He'll come in after September 1st and hopefully play a very, very, very important role in the bullpen that he's earned. Uh, how freaking random. Take care of you now. What a weird life. Uh, uh, Blue Jays rule. <laughs> I don't know how we could argue against it at this point. Oh, God. 
Oh, hold on, I gotta, uh, I gotta do it. Uh, I'm gonna call you Mr. Escobar from now on. Uh, Sexbot with the hot takes. Suddenly Kyle is no longer the star of his own show. That's perfectly fine, Yunel. If you're, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Yunel Escobar, if you're in St. Louis, uh, the next time you're in St. Louis, come in, we'll do a Prospects After Dark together, and we'll have some bourbon, and uh, we'll, we'll have some questions for you. Uh, Pat is so thirsty for baseball players. I think Shreve is one of those I like to make fun of players for a lot of people. Yeah, so, oh, uh, what happened to, uh, okay, so, Chase and Shreve, right, he's kind of in that Greg Garcia category, a lot of Cardinals fans will just look for someone to hate on, a lot of baseball fans will look for someone to hate on in their particular team for their fan base, but I think Chase and Shreve is going to play a very, very important role for the Cardinals moving forward, and, uh, I think he's going to be fine, I, I like him, I like him, the long ball has got to come down, though. Uh, yeah, maybe this time next year we'll have Albert Pujols on Prospects After Dark. That was really cool. Update on Bryce Denton. Well, you know, it hasn't been pretty for Bryce since he moved up to Palm Beach, but it usually isn't pretty for hitters when they move up to Palm Beach. Uh, somebody asked about Wadier Infante. Uh, you know, I almost put... I took Wadier on... Okay. Again, re-ranking of the Dirty 35 will be live tomorrow. I took Wadier off the list. And the reason is his speed is there, but his contact tool is gone. Uh, he just doesn't look good. It doesn't mean he can't reclaim that status. It'll probably happen, I would think. It's just right now, nothing looks good for Wadier. I almost put Donovan Williams on the list, too. He was a 10th-round pick last year, high school kid, second baseman. But he's really struggled over the last couple weeks, uh, and that stopped him from being on the list. Pat Fanbase has placed Kyle Reese on waivers and traded Yuna Escobar for a player to be named. Uh, that, I'll tell you what, if you end up getting traded for Yunel Escobar, then uh, your life isn't too bad. uh -huh. Oh, hey, he's still in here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Zach Jackson seems like an interesting catching prospect to follow. Your thoughts? My thoughts about Zach Jackson as a prospect, a catching prospect, is that I don't know if I necessarily believe him. him believe in him. Any connection? Any connected? Did he unblock me on Twitter? Uh, uh, Zach Jackson as a catcher might not be a realistic thing, but Zach Jackson has a really interesting bat. And a body type that would play really well at first base, I think. How do you get blocked by Danny Mac? That's a great question. I love Danny Mac. Uh, I, I love Dan McLaughlin. I love him regardless of who his play-by-play -play guy is. Uh, I love that he may or may not know what Pat is. Uh, really awesome. Uh, somebody says Chris Ellis is a bum. And somebody also said Blue's record. What's up, Blue's record? Uh, Peoria gets the W. I like it. It seems like another decent night in the uh, Cardinal system. Could Danny Mack bat clean up in the lineup? Uh, he'd be in a seventh hitter. State College walked off in their 500th franchise home game tonight. Awesome. Oh, walk off wild pitch, just like the Miners intended. Uh, Danny Mack makes his partner better every night. That's a great point. Can we have you now break down the Angels farm system with your assistance? Is he old enough to drink? You uh, now is definitely, uh, Mr. Escobar is old enough to drink. And uh, uh, I know Taylor Ward. That's for you, Graham. Happen. Uh, happened in like 2012, and I was telling him to get off his high horse complaining about Beltran. Oh, yeah, that's bad. I wonder what you now thinks about Taylor Ward. There you go, Graham. Dodger Blue in the house uh, from Joe's Books Things. I don't know what Joe's Books Things is, but welcome to our thing. Is John Torres for real or as real as a GCL player can get? From Tyler White. Hey, Tyler, what's up, brother? Um, I believe that he's for real. Uh, one of my good friends on Twitter, one of my good Twitter friends, Matt Thompson, he, he's just starting something new. You should track him down. Uh, but Matt Thompson has him as their, his number 21 prospect in the organization. For me, he'll debut at number 35 on the Dirty 35 tomorrow. Uh, you'll want to read about him. You'll want to watch the gifts. 
He's big and he's powerful. He has a big leg kick and a swing that has me concerned. But for an 18-year-old at the Gulf Coast League, he's mashing, and I think it continues. I was at State College game tonight from Ryan Massey. I'm selling on Delvin Perez. Yeah, it's been a whole roller coaster thing with Delvin Perez, right? Up and down. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, I would, oh, yeah, from, uh, like, me and Gis are on the same page right now. I like that when I'm answering a question and then he pops it up. That means that he, are, he and I are on the same page. Uh, one more time, I'm just going to plug it. Starting next week, we will have Prospects After Dark t-shirts. Uh, check them out. Uh, again, we were, we were just talking about it a second ago, but, uh, you know, I absolutely love Danny Mac. I, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people get a little weird about it. When you hear a guy 162 times in a year, yeah, sure, it, it, it wears kind of thin, but he's great at what he does and he makes everyone better. Uh, he, he just makes everyone better. You know, he, he, McCarver's, I like McCarver. Some people get weird about McCarver. I think he makes McCarver better. I think he makes Roboski better. I think him and Edmonds are incredible together. I think Edmonds, Danny Mack, and Ankiel when they were in the booth together. And again, we're rooting for that Rick Ankiel comeback. Uh, I, I love the Cardinals broadcast. I think we are super fortunate to have the opportunity to, uh, oh, <laughs> and he's in here. He's in here. I, uh, Danny Mac, I did not know you were in here. Uh, I want to change the subject now. Danny Mac, you missed, uh, Mr. Mr. McLaughlin, I apologize. Mr. McLaughlin, sir, you missed Yunel Escobar, who is just in here, for real. My life's weird, brother. Uh, Pad Celebrity Night, yeah, we're going to have a uh, coming and out. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, I, th I think he's out of here by now. I'm not 100% sure. I think me talking about him when he came in. Uh, again, let's focus, right? Let's let's focus on what's going on. Uh, let's not get, let's not get. Uh, no, I, I don't love recording. I think he's good on the radio. I think he gets a bad beat on the radio, but I like him. Uh, again, I think I think Danny Mac's gone. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, let's see. What do we, okay, so we're getting we're getting distracted. Uh, we're gonna raise our glass one more time. Uh, my, actually, you know what? I want to take a step back. I, it was really cool that Danny Mac was in here. If Danny Mac was really in here, I don't really know. Ooh, Genesis Cabrera. We'll get to. I'm gonna write Genesis real fast. Uh, oh, Joe's books things does baseball history broadcast. That's cool. Uh, tell us your. Uh, uh, tell us your information. Give us your information. We'll do the thing. I'm gonna write Genesis real big. Uh, okay, so a lot of times, what happens in prospects after dark is people come in, and. I get caught up with what's going on, right? So, you know, Escobar comes in, Danny Mack comes in, we cheers to them. Uh, we always cheers to Mr. Jason, Jason and Jennifer and Jordan Hicks. Uh, I want to do one more cheers to them because they're loyal, they're awesome, they're absolutely some of my favorite people on earth that I don't know. Uh, but, you know, instead of cheering to Unel and Danny Mack as they came in just really quick, uh, I say I want to get one more cheers to the Jordan, to the Jordan, Jason, Jennifer Hicks family. Uh, I love you guys. You guys are incredible. And thank you, as always, for your continued support. And I swear the next time you guys come in town, I'll do everything I can to come meet up with you guys because you're the best. Uh, let's see. Uh, I will follow you. I do Civil War and Baseball Scopes. I'm pretty sure this has been the best episode ever. Was it verified? Yeah, somebody said it was verified. Hicks family is the Royal Pad family. Uh, thank you, Kyle, for your hours of free entertainment, generous man, with your time. You know, uh, my time is more important to me than actually getting paid. And I want you guys to know that I, I gladly give you my time because you guys are all great. Uh, uh, real fast, one thing I wanted to say, again, speaking of you are great, 
Again, Prospects After Dark t-shirts go on sale next week. Buy them. I, I want to see how many people buy them. And then when you buy them, wear them and take pictures of yourself in them because I want to see it. I think that would be awesome. It would be an awesome article to write. Uh, anyways, thank you for your continued support. All of you are better than I am. Uh, we should be there in September for the Dodgers series. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll buy tickets to every one of those games. I can't wait to tell everyone at work tomorrow that I spent my Thursday. <laughs> tell them. I I've been looking forward to this all week. I'm sure what uh, that says about me. It says that you're a freak, Mr. Turner, uh, Luke Turner. It says that you're an absolute freak. Uh, okay, so I'm going to polish this off. Uh, to all of you again, we'll, we'll, we still have plenty more pad to go tonight, uh, but I'm going to say one more time to the pad audience, you guys are great. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, yeah. As I add to the glass, the other thing I want to say is I was fortunate enough to be at the Cardinals Hall of Fame ceremony on Saturday, right? And uh, Vince Kuhlman gave an amazing speech, and Ray Linkford gave an incredibly emotional speech. That will be the last time I ever wear my Ray Linkford jersey. It was an awesome moment that I, I'm so glad that I was able to take part in. Ray Linkford gets, uh, gets the red jacket. That was really awesome. That was an incredible moment. And again, not, he's not in here, so I don't feel like I'm kissing his ass. Uh, but Danny Mack did an amazing job emceeing that. And to see Ray Linkford become part of Cardinals lore now not just Cardinals tradition, Cardinal lore, uh, was a really awesome moment. So, to both Vince Carter, or Vince Carter, uh, the point guard power forward for the Toronto Raptors, to Vince Kuhlman, to Ray Langford, uh, to Harry the Cat Burkeen, welcome to Cardinals Immortality. Holy Shield says Ray Langford looked like he's 35. Ray Langford looked like he was 30. Vince Kuhlman looked like he was 40. Those guys are in incredible shape. A current card who will wear the red jacket. You know, entering the season, I was on the fence about Matt Carpenter's ability, but it's definitely him. So Carpenter, Yachty, and Wayno. And I really hope we're talking about Jack Flaherty. I really think, as I wrote this preseason and last year and the year before, that I really think Jack Flaherty has a chance to be right along the lines of Chris Carpenter and Adam Wainwright. Uh, yeah, nice. Finally, Vince Carter gets his due at Prospects After Dark. Uh, God, I'm so stupid. Uh, Canada on the brain, Freudian slip. Yeah, that's true. That's 100% true. You know, I'm always thinking about that, uh, that Prince Albert Pierce groin of Tyler O'Neill. Uh, so yeah, oh Canada. Hotel already booked for Albert's return. This majority will give, get, uh, think, oh yeah. So the, look, I know people are saying if you're, you're not a true fan, if you boo Albert, do whatever you want. If you want to boo Pujols when he comes back, he might not even be healthy when he comes back. Don't forget about that. Uh, if you want to boo him, boo him. Who cares? No one's going to hear you anyways because it's going to be one of the loudest, most raucous crowds, ruckus crowds uh, that that stadium has ever seen. Probably the loudest it's ever been in there since Game 6 or Game 7 of the 2011 World Series. That's probably the last time it'll ever be that loud in there. Is Flaherty, is Flaherty our future Max Scherzer? I don't think he's going to be that good. Again, I think you're looking at Adam Wainwright and Adam Wainwright and his peak. Disappointed to hear that Martinez was showing up late and unprepared for his starts. I didn't know that that was a true statement. I did not know that that was a true statement. Uh, we clamored for Pujols and the Angels to come back to Bush. Why boo? Uh, you know, some people just want to boo. Some people are hateful and spiteful and they can't get over it. Some people are just mean-spirited and heartless. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Albert could hit a grand slam and people will cheer. 
Albert could strike out and people are going to cheer. Wayno Pools, Yachty Holiday, rolling all red jackets. Yeah, absolutely. When did Flaherty's slider turn into such an impressive pitch? You know, the, the, the minor league journey of Jack Flaherty is a really interesting thing, right? Because he's drafted at 18. He had a lot of development to do, but he had size. And he also had some really amazing pitches. Uh, and then his first couple years, he threw the curve more than he threw the slider. And it wasn't until, like, the offseason of 2016-2017 that he started throwing that slider a lot more, flipped his use of the slider and the curveball, and that's really when he took off. His fastball started to live in the low to mid-90s consistently, and, uh, yeah, so he's always had it. He's just starting to throw it more, and that was happened about a year and a half ago, two years now. The Hicks family looking forward to meeting up with you, Kyle. I'm Not as much as I'm looking forward to meeting up with you guys, and I absolutely mean that. Uh, this isn't the greatest episode ever until Moe's comes in. Uh... Yeah, just know that that might have happened already. Can these young arms make noise late in the season, or will they hit a wall due to the long season? I think right now what really helps the Cardinals is uh, 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 Jack Flaherty is at a good innings part. Like He should not hit a wall. They've, they're using Hicks in the bullpen. He shouldn't hit a wall. Hudson in the bullpen. He shouldn't hit a wall. More than likely, Ponce de Leon. Weaver's moved to the bullpen. I think the way that they're managing the arms will stop some of that fatigue from happening. Uh, Gersh will join and relay pad into info to Mo. Uh, okay, so a while back, somebody asked about Genesis, Genesis Cabrera. Uh, and what I'll tell you is, in his three starts uh, at Springfield since entering the organization, he's had two really solid starts, and he's had one terrible start. Didn't get, out of, didn't get into the third inning. Didn't get out of the third inning, rather. And uh, But other than that, he's been really impressive, and I think he's good, and I think he's worth the number 11 spot on our Dirty 35 that we'll debut tomorrow. By the way, look at this thing. Look at this thing. Boom. Whiteboard. Whiteboard. That thing's like 4 by 6 How awesome is that? I got myself a real whiteboard to go with the other whiteboard right there. Ah, just so happy. You can never have enough whiteboards. Always be whiteboarding, not waterboarding. Uh, it's a lot of... The it's a lot of the change with the cards right now due to the Matheny being fired. I believe so, yes. Uh, do you think that this year was an unprecedented use of roster rotation via the minors and DL with cards? I don't think it's unprecedented. I think that in the past, I think the difference is the Cardinals have had prospects that are ready to come up and contribute right away and do so at a high level, whereas uh, in the past they might not have. You know, they've always had to dig deep, and every team usually has to dig deep, and it's just a matter of a. Uh, uh, Braun, not Braun. Oh, hey. Okay. I think it's just a matter of getting the most out of those players as, as you can. Always be whiteboarding is some great life advice from Last Dance. Lance Dance. Yeah, always. Don't always be waterboarding. Just try to whiteboard as much as possible. Uh, Marcelo Zuna told Al that he will fix his arm this offseason. I don't know what that means. That sounds terrifying. Uh, do you think we can win the Central with a full year of Schilt from N Warner 22? I believe in Mike Schilt. Yeah, I'd love to see what would happen. Uh, so what do you suggest I do with the bucket of water and towel uh, poured over yourself? Was loss of OT bigger organizational setback than anything MM did along the way? Yeah, I have a very unique outlook on the whole uh, death of Oscar Tavares and the organizational setback. You know, my thought is if you're relying on a kid, a 20-year-old, to be uh, a centerpiece with as volatile as Major League Baseball can be, especially to young players then it's not the death of Oscar Tavares that set you back. It's you that set you back. Uh, you can't rely on prospects. You can't do it. And no matter how high, highly touted they are, you know, I, I don't know. I, and it's terrible to say, And you know, Oscar Tavares might have been a, an elite-level player, and he certainly was an elite-level prospect. 
But to me, I just, uh, I don't know. Kyle, what the hell are we going to do without baseball this offseason? We're going to do pad, and it's going to be weird. Uh, it's going to be extra weird and probably uncomfortable, and uh, even worse than it is now would be my guess. Uh, unfortunately, the Royals are facing that with Ventura. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. Kyle, what the hell are we going to do about baseball? Unfortunately, the Royals are facing that with Ventura. Uh, you are going to have to do pad every freaking day. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll do like a 15-minute pad every day, Mr. Hicks. Uh, the whole situation is sad, very sad topic. Kyle, let's get a beer. I'll be in St. Louis on September 14th for the weekend of the Dodgers series. Uh, that's when the Hicks will be in. Look, I, I will do everything I can to meet up with anyone who wants to meet up, uh, but I'll do everything I can in particular to, to meet up with the Hicks the next time they're in town. Just got here. Sorry if you've already discussed, but Hicks was amazing. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Mr. Jordan Hicks is amazing. John Greco says we need a blues prospects after dark. Maybe we'll do something like that. You know, I don't know I don't know baseball. Oh, hey, Mo's Algorithm, thanks for joining us. I love you, buddy. I don't know blues hockey the way I know Cardinal baseball, and I don't even know Cardinal baseball. I'm kind of a hack, to be honest with you. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Is there a real Harrison Bader, or will the hole in his swing against right-handed uh, uh, right pitcher show itself? I think, more than likely, throughout next year, it'll be some facsimile of what we're seeing right now with Harrison Bader and what the minor league version of Harrison Bader is. I think you're talking about a 260 hitter with a 320 on base percentage with 20 home runs and 580 at-bats, uh, playing a really great center field. Do you think Carlos to the pen is 100% due to health? I do. I think, you know, I uh, man, I wrote about it or I tweeted about it or something. What I think is that this, Carlos Martinez, the bullpen is a bit of a test run. Uh, for health issues with the arm of big-throwing right-handers as they prepare and decide what they're going to do with Alex Reyes in the 2019 season. Uh, I think that this is the best move. Look, look at it this way, right? He gets hurt. He goes on the DL. He comes back. He's gun-shy. Goes back on the DL. He comes back. You have plenty of starters, and your bullpen's a little shaky. Why not put him there? Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, Moes, you missed Danny Mac and you Nell Escobar. Uh, that's, that's what we've been doing. That's our lives. This is our lives now. This is everything afterwards. Uh, this is, uh, this is the end of our lives. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to, what else do we want to talk about? All right, so we are on like an hour and ten minutes now. You guys know we are at the two-minute warning. This is usually where Kyle After Dark comes in. This is usually where the show gets super weird. It's a time to take a couple of years off Cardinals Hall of Fame before we come. No, no. So whatever gets uh, whatever gets Scott rolling in, and the sooner the better. Will we trade any of our prospects this season, specifically pitching? I don't think the Cardinals will be aggressive about trading pitching. Uh, you know, so here's the thing is most of the Cardinals, like, Okay, Connor Jones might make an impact, and uh, Casey Meisner might, and I believe Evan Kruczynski has a chance to be really, really good. Griffin Roberts might, but other than that, uh, I'm a big fan of some draft picks this year, Michael Baird and Chris Holba, but, you know, those guys are far away. Other than the, the couple, first couple guys I mentioned, the Cardinals don't really have a whole lot of, like, high-end major league replacements. I think that they would be foolish to, uh, I think that they'd be foolish to trade from their starting pitching depth. Uh, fuck Mary Kill, you know Danny Mac and Matt Carpenter. Danny Mac's a lot of loving, brother, and that's a, that's wifey material if ever there was. Matt Carpenter's red hot right now, so you know you take him back home, you teach him a thing or two. And uh, you know Escobar, he's only been here for a little bit. I feel like we just had a one night stand, and that's usually how fast my one night stands go. Maybe a minute, two minutes at most, uh, if there's foreplay beforehand. Uh, but uh, yeah, 
That's uh, that's how I would do that, FMK. FMK. Uh, give me more FMKs. Give me your questions. You guys have been incredible tonight. You guys are incredible every night. Even without you, Nell Escobar and Danny Mack in here and Mr. Jordan Hex. Or Jason Hex, I mean. Sorry, Mr. Hex. Uh, three-pump chump. Yeah, three-pump chump. I'd be lucky to be a three-pump chump. To me and my two-and-a-half pumps. Feel like Moog probably goes full Gollum if you suggest dumping cost-controlled. I agree. My process. Uh, is there any talk about Alex Fagalde being moved up? Alex Fagalde is not on my Dirty 35. So my thought about Alex Fagalde is really simple. Last year, I did not put Michael Riley in my top 30. And granted, the list has expanded. Uh, but I don't believe Alex Fagalde is as good of a pitcher as Michael Riley is. I just think right now what you're seeing is you're seeing a pitcher who has really good control and a very good breaking pitch uh, do very well against lower-level talent. Now, uh, somebody says, I love you. That's a sex bot. I love you too, sex bot. I'll be thinking about you when I pleasure myself greatly tonight. I'm a Mets fan, but I support you. From Awesome Ex Exotic. Oh, cool. Uh, uh Can we cheers to Smeagol, Keeper Dean Roach? Uh, I don't even remember what I'm talking about now. See, we've lost the thread. The thread is gone. Uh, to Peter Jackson, uh, Tolkien, and Smeagol. Uh, let's see. Did you ever see a game? I've never watched baseball before in my life. No, I, uh, I just watch cricket. Can we campaign to get Jim Hayes in here? Oh, man, I love Jimmy the Cat Hayes. I'd lose my goddamn shit if Jimmy the Cat Hayes, who's like, for, oh, Moses, we missed you. Moses, I miss you so much, man. You haven't been in our little group chat a lot lately, and I know you haven't been in here. I'm glad you're in here tonight anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I love having you around. Who should start in left field when it was with Ozuna on the DL? For me, it's, uh, for me, it's Jose Martinez to left, Tyler O'Neill in right, Harrison Bader in center every night. Uh, let's see. I feel like the sex spot ratio was just about right tonight. Yeah, I do too. You know, we had, uh, we had a lot of sex spots in that little impromptu last Thursday night. Uh, let's see, do you like Star Wars from Awesome Exotica? Yeah, yeah, I do. Awesome Exotica, is there any chance that you're Exotica because you're like a 24-year-old or 23-year-old nubile college student who just wants to pleasure me greatly? Uh, that'd be great. Kyle, we are going to need your help heading into spring training next year. Oh, let me know about it. Yeah, I'd love that. I uh, need to know the guys to watch. I would love that. Look, I promise you I'll have you prepped for spring training. Mr. Hicks, I'm actually, I'll be down in Peoria, or in Peoria. I'll be down in Palm Beach for spring training in some capacity. If you guys decide to go down there, you let me know. Uh, my brother Michael and I will be down there. Hopefully the, the girl that my brother Michael is dating now, he'll still be dating and that she'll be down there too. Uh, anyways, I love spring training. I'll get everyone prepared, I promise. And uh, hopefully, if you find your way down there, hopefully we can, uh, we'll have, we'll develop a nice little drinking friendship here when you're in town for the Dodgers series and then we'll go from there. Do you think the Giants will put Bumgarner on waivers this month? Um, you know, so, man, most algorithms, I thought I, I was reading somewhere earlier in the week where it was rumored that he had already gone, like he had already been placed on waivers. But no one really knows that stuff. Is Wong a bro? He's Hawaiian bro, which means that he's like really chill. Uh, I do think Baumgartner, Baumgartner will, be, will be put on waivers if he hasn't already. I don't think anything will come of it. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm just too superstitious for my own good. And don't want to disrupt Mojo, but, oh boy, you talk about a cliffhanger. Uh, Tara Woman says, hi Tara, by the way, you're the best. You're the best. What you've, I, I can't wait to read your article about Alaris Montero. I cannot wait for that. So Tara is writing an article about Alaris Montero. And uh, again, the play-by-play -play guy for Peoria, Nate Beliva, who's awesome. 
uh, Chris Schwager, who is the manager, he uh, Tara gets some incredible quotes from them. You're going to want to keep an eye on Birds on the Black for that. Uh, oh, hey, friggin' cards! Friggin' cards is in here. I love it. Uh, John G says, I love that Tara woman. She's incredible. Uh, working on it this weekend. Awesome. I can't wait for it to come out, Tara. Uh, we have always gone the second to last week, but it will probably be changed for major camp next season. Let me know, brother. Let me know. I'll be down there. Uh, first time tuning in. Uh, heard great things. What's up, E-Rock Fokker? Uh, welcome to our little podcast. Again, so you're, you're more than welcome to talk about Cardinal Baseball or minor leagues or your own personal issues or uh, prospects or uh, FMKs or uh, past relationships. Bring it all. Let's have some fun. Welcome to our little thing. Buy a t-shirt. They'll be available next week. By the way, one more time to the Ryan Fisher. Thank you so much for this home plate, brother. I love this thing. It's so cool. When I come home every day, my front door is right there, and I get to see that thing the first time I come in. Uh, let's see. Big advantage for St. Louis right now. No huge glaring weakness showing right now like uh, Cub or Brew Crew. Yeah, right now, look, look, right now the Cardinals are clicking on all cylinders. Starting pitching is good. Relief pitching is good. Defense is good. Timely hitting. It's all clicking. Uh, they're also getting big home runs. Next year's rotation from Mac 3 Lil. I'm buying that damn t-shirt. Just take my money from Luke Turner. Again, so if we're just talking about what the Cardinals have right now, uh, Carlos Martinez, Jack Flaherty, Cy Michaelis, uh, whether we like it or not, Luke Weaver, and Austin Gomber. That's my guess, just based solely on what they have right now. Uh, I think that maybe Waka gets traded. Again, more than likely Weaver drops out of that and Waka goes in if I have to choose and not expecting a trade. How many hours would? I don't know. Uh, let's see. I need 20-run lead at least once this year from this offense. How incredibly deep will the pen be when rosters expand in a week? It's so deep right now, and you'll get Brebbia back. And again, I don't, you know, Ponce de Leon will come back. We'll see what happens with Wayno. Uh, I don't necessarily think that all the reinforcements will come until after Memphis does their playoff run, but uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, let's see. Isn't Waka unrestricted free agent? No, he's a, he's a restricted free agent, but it's not even restricted. He is uh, arbitration eligible. Thanks for all the welcomes. Hey, we love you. Come on in. We, uh, we are a welcoming community. Waka will be back and dominate like he was prior. I hope so. I'm really rooting for Michael Waka. Uh, the Cardinals need Michael Waka. Somebody said, Brebs, yeah, I'm anxious to get John Brebbia back, and I'm anxious to see how Mike Schilt uses him. Uh, let's see, trade for Bregman from Tyler Moustache. What's up, Tyler Moustache? Uh, yeah, I would love that. Uh, Mansion Life says, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I don't know what's going on. Looking forward to seeing Holiday tomorrow night. I'm really looking forward to seeing Matt Holiday, too. And how funny is that, right? Within, like, what? 72 hours, the Cardinals get Matt Adams back, and then they'll be facing Matt Holiday, and all of a sudden we're back to STL Matinals, uh, who's another one of my favorite people on Twitter. Uh, there's Matt's all over the place again. Trade for Nola while we're at it. Yeah, go get go get Nola. Julio Rodriguez absolutely destroyed one tonight. Awesome. Again, go back to Birds on the Black. Tara Wellman was fortunate enough to talk to Mr. Julio Rodriguez and Mr. Dennis Ortega, and uh, had some really interesting things to take away from that. There's an article. Read it. Uh, let's see, Oakland series was a Tuesday-Wednesday series, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, Luke and Baker, Luke and Baker, uh, uh, B. Zalowski. Uh, notice the emotion from young pitchers when they succeed gives me a tingly feeling. Yeah, dude, it makes your loins flare up as if you're in a room with Kendra, uh, uh, with Caden Cross. Sorry, sorry, I got my porn stars mixed up. Uh, 
Uh, no, man. Uh, so somebody asked about Luke and Baker. I'm a big fan of Luke and Baker. His defense is a little weird at first, but he's bringing the pop, and he's getting on base, and he's doing it at Peoria, which is an advanced promotion for someone who just got drafted and who missed a bunch of time over the last two years because of injuries. I love Luke and Baker, man. I think he's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and he's kind of a little doughboy, and that's exciting to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this gets weird. Uh, so many mats around this team. You can never have enough mats. St. Louis Matt Uh Luke and Baker is an enormous human being. Uh, yeah, so Luke and Baker is six foot four, and I think he's like listed at two sixty. But that dude is every bit of like seven foot nine and maybe three hundred and forty five pounds. Chances I get my pad shirt before the home finale of Spi uh, State College Spikes. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, oh man. So they probably won't be available, and you might not get it. But if you get it, you should. Oh man, I'd love to get it to you. How much time would you say you spend during the farm system throughout the year? Uh, how much time do I spend watching the farm system throughout the year? Let me put it this way, right? I try to watch three games a night. Uh, that's two and a half hours a game. Two, we'll just say two hours, six hours a night. I probably get to watch four nights out of the seven in a week. Uh, man, a thousand, thousands and thousands of, hour, of hours. Uh, you know when I'm not watching when I'm not watching in game I'm watching video I'm reading scouting reports I'm creating my own scouting reports you know I I'm not a scout I'm not anywhere near as good as some of those people are again if you want scouts go to Matt Thompson and uh, uh, Ralph Lifshitz and all the amazing guys at Baseball America I'm not anywhere near that caliber those guys are legitimate and they're amazing and I don't possess half of the talent that they do uh, but I watch thousands of hours. Uh, killer 3 by 25 ounce beer, and now I'm here. Yeah, there we go. Seagrace 10. What's up, brother? Uh, the Dirty 3035 alone has to be hundreds of hours. Yeah. You know, I was trying to guess when we redid the rankings of the Dirty 35. I tried to get it all out in about two and a half weeks, and I was watching video on my phone at lunchtime at work. I was waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, my workday starts at 7. Uh, I was going to bed at midnight, and I, just trying to watch as much as I could and taking as much as I could. I uh, explained the quick foreplay thing. Have to be efficient with your time. Yeah, Luke, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, no one wants to sleep with me. Uh, MFK, Chrome, Firefox, and Safari. Uh, I, you know, I have a long-term relationship with Firefox, and I'm not particularly pleased with it, but just like any good marriage, you're really just disappointed. So you marry Firefox. Uh, I've been having these little one-night stands with Chrome lately, so that's your, your F. And then I guess I've got to kill Safari. Uh, Terry Fuller, yay or nay? Uh, neither. Uh, here's the thing about Terry Fuller, right? He missed a lot of the, the season this year because he was hurt. And he's still really young and he's still at the Gulf Coast League and he struggled a little bit at the Gulf Coast League and the Gulf Coast League season is about to end. Uh, three more games in the regular season and they'll be in the playoffs, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, neither at this point. Neither. I'll sleep with you, Kyle, for a free pad shirt. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to get a lot of those. Uh, Kill Explorer, but it's already kind of dead. Yeah, Internet Explorer dead, yo. FMK, The Rock, John Cena, or Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill and I are in love. Fuck you for even asking. Uh, I'd bang that, that John Cena. I think uh, The Rock's the worst actor in America. More exciting to watch Wong or Bader. For me, it's Colton Wong. I love a good infield defense. I'll take infield defense over outfield defense any day of the week. Uh, very well phrased. Have you thought about writing? LOL. Wow, looks like Braun Not Braun is uh, having a nice little conversation with Tara. I don't know what you're talking about, but one thing for sure. Uh, 
Uh, hold on, I gotta tweet at Lauren Bundy real fast. I saw you twice, Lauren, and got scared and ran in the other direction. Because. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, again, if anyone sees me out and about, I've had, look, uh, Lil Merce was the first person at spring, for, at spring training to say, hey, I watch your periscopes. He's an awesome dude. Uh, but since then, I've had like four people come up to me and say, hey, I, 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 you're, the, you're the prospects after dark guy. You're the guy with the weird avocado head who makes me feel uncomfortable about the life I'm living. That's me. Come introduce yourself if you see me. I'll buy you a beer or you'll buy me a beer or we'll buy our own individual beers because it's 2018. And hey, I don't believe in gender stereotypes. Uh, Hunter Ives is apparently Pee Wee Herman now. Oh, my God. So that was going on in like four separate group chats that I saw. Hunter, look, I don't know if you're in here or not. I hope that you're in here. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice, right? You're 19 years old, right? Just get over the fact that you're awkward. I'm 32. I'm awkward as fuck, and I embraced it like five years ago, and I'm the person I am now because of it. Look, if some girl's going to pick a fight with you, you've already lost. You've already lost, and it's not because girls are inferior or anything like that. It's because you've you've made an ass out of yourself. There's one thing you'll know from top to bottom is that women are smarter than every... The dumbest woman is smarter than any man on earth. I know this for a fact because I know smart males, and I know really dumb women, and they're smarter than all of us. It's just... It's really that simple. Uh, you you want to make, make bones about it. There's no bones to be made about it. Uh, but I bring that up because... You made an ass out of yourself, Hunter. <laughs> you made a huge ass out of yourself. But you do that when you're young and you'll learn and you'll get better. But just remember, man, if you're going to start talking about people being toothless and all that other stuff, uh, you've lost. You've lost. It's Twitter, man. You've lost. Uh, Pad turning into life advice. Brilliant. Uh, who hit the biggest postseason home run on the roster this year? Uh, Gyro Munoz. Uh, hey, don't group us young people together. Okay, bud. Graham, shut up. You're young. I don't know. I really bombed that one, Graham. I'm sorry. By the way, oh, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, oh, hey, sensational. Sorry I'm late, and if you're already covered this, but thoughts on Larry's Montero. My thoughts on Larry's Montero is he's probably my favorite hitting prospect, not named Andrew Kisner on a personal level or Randy Rosarena. I, I love Larry's Montero. His defense has gotten better. You'll read about that at Birds at the Black. You'll read about Larry's Montero's defense. At Birds on the Black, thanks to a great piece that Tara Wellman is writing. Look for it this weekend. Uh, but he's a legitimately great prospect. I believe that Alir... God, that's, I, I'm embarrassed. I believe that Alaris Montero has the potential to be a top 100 prospect in baseball. He's had a historically great year at Peoria. Uh, he's a lot like Miguel Sano offensively. And uh, I think that he's a top-tier prospect. Tomorrow, when you get the re-rankings of the Dirty 35 at Birds on the Black... Uh, he's going to be in the top five. I've moved him way up the list. I feel like Hunter Ives is one because we are all talking about him. No such thing as bad press. That's right. Kyle Confucius. Yeah, the only thing confused about me is the fact that uh, I'm kind of a loser. Uh, sorry, I'm late. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? Oh, yeah. So tonight we are drinking uh, Jim Beam Bonded. Now, I'm not the world's biggest fan of Jim Beam, but I like I like it. Uh, I, I went bonded because it's 50% alcohol. Just that simple. You know, life is tough, kids. Uh, life is tough, children. Children. And uh, I'm kind of a... Man, you know, I've been living a weird life lately, and I'm not particularly pleased with myself, so I decided to get drunk for one night because I haven't drank much in the last couple weeks except for Saturday night with all you can eat or all you can drink at Bush Stadium. 
And uh, I really just wanted to drink myself into an oblivion tonight, uh, go to work tomorrow, and regret every decision I've ever made. FMK, Schilt, Matheny, and TLR, I fucked them brains out of that toy Russa. Uh, me and Mike Schilt have been in a long-term relationship longer than the Cardinals and Mike Schilt. And, uh, you, you know, the other ones, whatever. Uh, Montero and Gorman both will be top 100 prospects. John Greco, I hope you're right, sir. Uh, we'll see. I think, so here's the thing, deep tease, my top five prospects and the Dirty 35, the updated Dirty 35 that will go live tomorrow, Tyler O'Neill, Dakota Hudson, they go one-two because they're there and they're doing it and they're amazing. Number three is Nolan Gorman. I move Gorman up to three. Number four is Alaris Montero and number five is Andrew Kisner. Uh, read about it tomorrow. I've updated all their profiles. I've added stats. You can actually go read about each and every one of them right now. I've already updated their profiles and their stats. Uh, but it'll go live for sure tomorrow. Uh, Jesus, the quotes from tonight's pad. Yeah, we've had a really good night. We've had a really good night tonight. You guys have been incredible. Uh, but we're getting close to the end here. So bring your last questions. Two minute warning. Two minute warning. Uh, perfect cards. Perfect cards. Uh, do you think we could expect a big free agent signing this offseason or in 2019? Uh, where's Jag next year? God, the Cardinals have so many outfield options. I really, really don't know. I don't know, and I'm sorry, and I know that that's a cop-out answer, and I know you want some, like, educated guess. Uh, look, so we know that more than likely Dexter Fowler's not going anywhere. The Cardinals, I believe, will try to move him, but I don't know if anything will happen. Uh, we know Marcelo Zuna isn't going anywhere. We know Harrison Bader's right now has earned it. And we know the, the starting center fielder job, and we know... That uh, we know that Tyler O'Neill has earned the right field job. So between between that, like it makes it hard to to figure out exactly where Jag fits in. It's hard to decide exactly what role Jag would play on the team next year. More than likely, he goes down to Memphis, stays in Memphis, is the first outfielder called up when needed, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. You know, I I don't I don't know. We have an entire month of September. We have an entire offseason, a spring training before we get to what next year looks like. I think Jack has major league potential. I just don't know. Uh, I just don't know for how long. I'm gonna say this again. Bill DeWitt is the final boss for Kyle and Pad. Uh, Tommy Pham earned the job last season too. Again, that's a great point, Richard Yates the third. It goes to illustrate just how difficult and volatile Major League Baseball is. Oh, uh, we get trapped and lost, and. Uh, we forget just how difficult it is to become an everyday major league player with sustained success year in and year out. You know, that's why when I talk about Harrison Bader and I say that he's a perfect ideal fourth outfielder, what I mean by that is he has a, he's going to be a starter for a couple years, but he's going to make a career as a fourth outfielder. And uh, that's rare and amazing and beautiful and I think sometimes we forget just how amazing and rare and beautiful it is. Uh, J. Martin right field, not O'Neill. Uh, again, m my personal feeling is I'd rather have Tyler O'Neill out there. I get why people love J-Mart. I think J-Mart's ultimate value to you is as a trade chip, uh, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, I bet Mo comes in here. Uh, he has a secret Twitter. Again, what I'll tell you is, and I hate talking about, I hate talking about prospects after dark as if it's some type of movement. Yes, we've had, tonight we've had Danny Mack in here. We've had Major League Baseball players in here. Uh, you guys know it. We've talked about it. But... It makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable. This is a safe zone for people. They can come in here. They can talk about whatever they want. They shouldn't feel the pressure of being a celebrity or a player or anything like that. Uh, I just want people to be happy. I want things to stay as simple as possible. And I uh, don't really know how I got to that point. But what I'm saying is, 
I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know why I'm saying that, but there I am. Uh, I'm late. Who's been in here tonight? We're not going to talk about it. We're going to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Uh, we're grinding tonight, man. We've had a great crowd. We were over around 200 at one point, and it was, uh, it was pretty great. It's a trust tree. If you fall, we'll catch you. As a millennial, this is my safe zone. That's right, Chris Grace. Uh, like we talked a little while back, and I think it's worth repeating. I don't know how we got on that topic. Uh, I think we were talking about some nonsense. But the, 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 the smartest guy is a nearly as as intelligent as the dumbest woman, and that's the most important thing to take from tonight's episode of, of Prospects After Dark, uh, and also that I am a sad, miserable, lonely human being uh, who doesn't deserve happiness. That was the other thing that we that we hit on pretty hard. Uh, anywhere with Kyle's bald head glaring in your face is not a safe place. Yeah, that's a really good point, Richard Gates. I'll put my hat back on for you, sir, and for the rest of humanity. Uh, Pat on Saturday nights would be a drunk fest. You know, I'm actually, I, I'm pretty tame. You know, I don't go out very much. Uh... I just try to find cool people to spend my time with. Uh, that doesn't happen very often, and when it does, I end up ruining it. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? So, sorry, I'm late about this. Gantt to Penn when Waka comes back from Mo's algorithm. Sorry, I missed that Mo's algorithm. Uh, you know, my thought is that that's the most likely outcome. Uh, but we'll see, right? So Ponte de Leon will come back up on September 1st, and we'll see where it goes from there. When are you getting the guest multi-vid pad? Uh, we're working on that. Uh, Kyle, do you have a favorite sex bot? I don't have a favorite sex bot. You know, they come in and out of here, and they're just as crucial as the real people are to our prospects after dark. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, it's not fair for me to choose a favorite. Uh, it's not fair for me to choose. You know, we have a very, very strong relationship in here with our sex bots. And uh, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. I don't want them to know I have a favorite. Uh, is Michaelis going to leave us after 19? I believe so. I don't think the Cardinals will fork over the money he's going to want. Kyle underestimates his personal value. Uh, look, I can tell you this. Uh, there are people in here who know me that would definitely tell you that I'm not worth shit. Uh, I need a youth-sized birds on the black hat from John Greco. Why? How old are you, John Greco? Uh, they all bring a really strong game. Next pad done with a Canadian accent in honor of our bromance. Yeah, uh, from uh, HNFMQC. I don't even know what's going on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the next time we get pad... Actually, what I'll do next time is I'll talk like Tyler O'Neill. I just... Uh, I'd fork over money for Michaelis. I really think that what you do with Michaelis is you try your hardest to secure him... And uh, you just lift weights. You just you put the weights up, you put them down. Uh, you're priceless, Kyle. Thank you, Graham. I appreciate that, my friend. Uh, imagine if O'Neill joined this. Uh, <laughs> uh, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Oh, Salsa Girl's tweeting at us. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I've look. I've been on for like an hour and twenty minutes. There's been plenty of self-loathing. There's been plenty of awesome stuff. Uh, you guys are always, as always, have been incredible. Uh, how legally uh, you can legally cannot be friends with Graham Jacoby. You're right. I started this thing completely sober, and this ship has sailed. Boom! We got one winner tonight. Uh, whoever it was just a second ago that said we got them hammered, we got them drunk. Mission accomplished, sir. Uh, I hope you had a, a sore or ma'am. Uh, I hope you had an incredible evening. I hope it was filled with drunken debauchery. And uh, as always, I, I salute uh, all of the pad viewers, listeners, watchers, whatever you are, whether you're podcasting this or whatever. Uh, you are all incredible. Each and every one of you who are in here right now, uh, you're all incredible.
We have one more cheer tonight. We'll get to that later. Uh, I'm the winner. Best Thursday ever from Luke Turner. Yeah, good for you. Way to be hammered, buddy. Uh, somebody said feral. For those of you who don't know what feral is in uh, reference to, that's what I call the Major League Bat, uh, the Major League Baseball Draft. It is a feral animal uh, with no thoughts for your own emotions. Uh, have you done a podcast with Colin recently? No, I haven't. We haven't had a prospect to be named later in a couple months. You know, Colin was doing an internship, and he's probably just moved back down to Springfield for his last year at Drury or his second to last year at Drury. Um, he tweeted at me last week when I was trying to stay away from the tweeter, and uh, I'm sorry I missed him because you guys know I love that Colin Gardner. He's the absolute best. The absolute best. Uh, can you now still play? I don't know if Yunel can still play. I'll be honest with you. Even though he was in here, I don't have the slightest idea what kind of player he is at this point. Uh, Tom McCoy says, love that Colin Gardner. I uh, love that Colin Gardner. Love that Tom McCoy. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to do? We want to do we want to drink to? Uh, we had a, a look. We've had we've had Major League Baseball players in here. Uh, we've we've had an amazing Hall of Fame ceremony on Saturday. Um, high Sox movement coming back. Colin gave us his juicy info on Wayno's velocity. Uh, thoughts on Randy Rosarena. Tune in to the Dirty 35. I just redid all of that yesterday and tonight. Uh, Kyle, you're the best, and I'll not hear otherwise. Oh, hello, Megan. Thank you so much for being here. It means a lot coming from you. Thank you so much. Again, I don't... Now I feel like I'm just saying that to get praise. Uh, I am at a particularly like low point in my personal life. Uh, but all that aside, I, uh, I really appreciate the kind words. And again, I just prefer if you just beat up on me. I'm usually better when I'm getting beat up on. Uh, I try to, like engineer scenarios into where I'm getting beat up on because it just makes me feel better about myself. Uh, to the mother effing, yeah, oh my god, the last has to be to salsa. It absolutely has to be to the salsa. Uh, although, you know, Matt Carpenter needs to hit that salsa again because he's had a really, really rough two weeks there. Uh, let's drink to kicking the shit out of the Rockies this weekend. Uh, god, that's the right answer. My god, that's the right answer. Mmm. Mmm. Is David Freeze in the Cardinals Hall of Fame? Uh, he'll go in, but I don't think he should be. Uh, oh, hey, Ashley Crow. Yeah, we love that Ashley Crow, too. Uh, I believe that that's the salsa lady, the salsa enthusiast. Uh, shit, absolutely incredible. One of my favorite. I, it's been fun following you and watching your, your Starbucks. Uh, you take in Starbucks. It's, it's been hilarious. Uh, gifts you to real MVP. I agree with that, Steel. Absolutely. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to cheer to old reunions, right? We're going to cheer to Matt Adams being back with the Cardinals and Matt Holliday playing against the Cardinals this weekend. We are going to cheers to the Cardinals beating the shit out of the Colorado Rockies this weekend. Uh, we're going to cheers to good people, good friends, the Prospect After Dark audience, to Mister, uh, to the, the Prospect After Dark godfather, Jason Hicks, the Prospect After Dark queen, Jennifer Hicks, and the Prospect After Dark prince, Jordan Hicks. Uh, but more importantly, all of my cheers will go to you guys. Uh, it's been amazing. You know, again, next week the t-shirts will go on sale. We've already had, I, I've personally had like 30 to 40 people, maybe even 50 people reach out and say they absolutely want one. Uh, that means the world to me. You guys are strong and you've been incredibly supportive. And my head has been in a weird space over the last two weeks. Uh, I've been exceptionally down on myself. I haven't had much to like bring myself back up. As a matter of fact, I kind of feel like I'm being consistently beat down and beat down and beat down. And you guys bring me back up. So to all of you, uh, you're absolutely incredible. I love each and every one of you that are in here. 
and uh, cheers. If you watch this, or if you are listening to this, you are part of the resistance. Uh, tune into Birds on the Black. Tara Wellman has some incredible stuff coming at you, and she ha did some incredible stuff over this last week in regards to the system. Uh, interview with Nolan Gorman. Some talk about the Peoria uh, catching situation. She'll have an interview with Alary, uh, about Alary's Montero uh, with Chris Schwager and Nathan Beliva. I'll be giving my two cents into that. Keep an eye there. Look, everybody at Birds on the Black is incredible. I do not deserve to be a part of that group. Uh, I can't state that enough. Between Nicholas Childress, Cardinals Gifts, Eric Manning, Ben Cerruti, Alex Crisofoli, Tara Wellman, Cards Cards, Zach Gifford, uh, 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 Chuck Brownson, they're an incredible group that I am not worthy of. Uh, you'll find that the recurring theme in my life is that I am not worthy of what I'm given. Uh, and then I usually ruin it. The fact that I've been around now for 10 months is an incredible thing. Uh, and that gifts hasn't kicked me out and these people haven't grown sick of me. Uh, normally my shelf life is like a month and a half. So that's, uh, that's a positive and I, I feel so grateful and I'm so happy to be a part of that group. Uh, but if you watch this, if you listen to this, you are part of the re the resistance, the resistance, uh, as someone pointed out a little while ago. Uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black, remember, to next week the shirts go on sale. I want to see you in the shirts. Send me your pictures. Let's have some fun with it. Do weird stuff with the shirts. I don't care. Uh, uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black, I am Kyle Reese. This was Prospects After Dark. We had a hell of a showing, right? Between, uh, uh, between all the celebrities and all of you, uh, it's been incredible. I wish each and every one of you nothing but the best. You're all amazing, amazing people. Never lose your own value. And uh, happy hunting.